You're listening to B-Side Stories on Wellington Access Radio, 7.83 a.m. And Laura has our next guest. Over to you. Thanks, Henry. So, for the second half of the show, we're talking to Rina Kohari from the Sustainability Trust. Sustainability Trust has their Twilight Market on this Friday, November 25th, between 5 and 9 p.m. And their sustainability markets are famous for goodie bags for the people who arrive first and just having ethical, eco-friendly local goods that people can buy. This one's going to be great because I need to get ready for Christmas and um, Rena's got some tips to help me do that. But first, I wanted to talk about resilience because Sustainability Trust has had some stuff on their website about uh, how we can feel a little more resilient after all the earthquakes we've been going through this week. Um, so first of all, welcome to the show. Kia ora, thanks for having me. And um, uh, I, I guess sustainability and being eco-friendly isn't the first thing you think of when um, emergency strikes, but there were some really interesting things that, um, that I saw on the Sustainability Trust website uh, that were both eco-friendly and lent to being a bit more resilient when things happened unexpectedly. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess the Sustainability Trust vision is for an environmentally, socially, economically and culturally sustainable Wellington region, and into that fits resilience. Um, I guess you could say it's kind of the new buzzword in the sustainability community, and where it's relevant to Wellington at the moment is that if, you know, we all know we live on a fault line and we need to be able to build a resilient community. And what that means for us is that to get through an emergency, you need to you need to know your neighbours, you need to know your community. So I guess the first thing is, is go and knock on your neighbours' doors, go and meet the people in your street, because they are going to be the people that you're going to see every single day in the event of an emergency, and they're your backup. You can't guarantee that anyone else is going to get to you, so go to your neighbours instead. Um, you can do stuff like normally from us you'd be able to buy a 200 litre rainwater collection tank and an emergency compost toilet but by nature humans are reactionary so we're completely sold out Um, okay yeah so that happens but um, it's a really good idea on that vein just to look at how prepared you are Um, get a backpack take it to work and put your shoes in that you can walk home in an emergency chuck some muesli bars in there put some water in um a lot of my colleagues have got um, little transistor radios because you can't guarantee that you're going to be able to use your cell phone. Um, it's just just thinking ahead and you can't control what's going to happen. So just planning ahead in case the worst happens can often give you a sense of control over things that are out, outside your control because um, I guess anxiety and that sort of underlying level of fear that people can live with in a, in a quakey time like this can be really damaging. So just making sure you can do what you do. Um, do the dishes every night was one of the tips that came out. Yeah. Because apparently if you evacuate, you will not want to come home to a pile of stinky dishes um, in your kitchen. So just basic stuff like that. And um, I am a bit of a geek, and I sent around an email at work today just telling everyone to, this sounds really stupid, but make sure you're always wearing your shoes. Your footwear might be really uncomfortable. You might kick them off under your desk. But we've all seen Die Hard 
Wink, yeah, see? Great movie. Yeah, great movie. Bruce Willis, Alan Rickman. Wait, I haven't seen Die Hard. Oh, what, what happens? Yeah, you're like half of my community team. They hadn't seen it, so that's why I had to send out the Don't email. <laughs> I can't do any spoilers, but just keep your shoes on. Yeah, keep your shoes on. That's what um, the whole movie's about. The whole movie's about that. But it's basically, <laughs> you don't know what, what you're going to be standing on. And if you're trying to run barefoot away from a, a situation, not giving away any diehard spoilers, um, you just want to have good footwear on. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I saw on the in the Eco Store on the Sustainability Trust website was a little phone charger with a solar panel. I thought that was so clever. It never occurred to me that... It's not enough just to have a charger. There might not be power at the time. Yeah, um, that's a really great little thing just to have. I mean, it's great for camping, so it's not just for emergencies. It's great for camping. It's great for road trips. Um, it's just that little backup power source, so you can just get some power, maybe send a couple of texts to let someone know that you're okay. Because, um, I mean, we've had people from overseas messaging us overnight on Facebook saying, are you okay, are you okay? And it's just really nice to be able to get in touch with them and getting the little solar charger that we've got. Again, we're running low, but they retail for $59, and they're really useful. And I mean, another thing, we've got uh, little um, solar showers, which is effectively a really well-designed black plastic bag that you fill with water, leave in the sun, and it means you get a nice hot shower. And from people that have been through Christchurch, um, there's only so far that wet wipes will get you before you just really, really need to have a shower. So it's just a nice little backup to have. Yeah, I've uh, had a shower uh on a camping trip from one of those, and it was actually really warm. Yeah, it, it works surprisingly well. Yeah, I highly endorse them. Yeah, highly endorse solar power. Uh, just, just out of curiosity, this isn't sustainability trust um, related, but how did you fare in the earthquake? Were were you and yours uh, okay that in that middle of the night shake? Yeah, uh, three out of my four children slept through it, so that's pretty good. That's and, really lucky. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that the property prices in Newlands are going to go way up because nothing moved in Newlands. Um, it, it was solid as a rock. It was quite amazing compared to friends who were in an apartment on the terrace and actually just left town. They just didn't want to be here anymore, mm. um, whereas we had absolutely nothing happen. So thankfully we were, we were really lucky. Go Newlands. <laughs> Shout out to Newlands. Oh yeah. <laughs> I um I've got Christmas shopping that I need to start thinking about and I'm uh coming up to it with dread. But um uh the we've got the sustainability market, the twilight market on Friday. And you had some more tips online that I was hoping we could talk through so that we can um just have a chat about first um uh, an eco-friendly Christmas shopping experience and maybe one that won't um, make me feel so poor at the end of the year? Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, when I was organising the Christmas market, what I had in the back of my mind, well, actually the front of my mind, was um, that Christmas is a time that can um, that can be really expensive. Yeah, it's really expensive. You can feel that pressure to go out and buy a whole lot of stuff for people um, just for the sake of it, and that has a massive impact on on your wallet and on the environment. Um, and so I know there are so many local local businesses, local producers, local really clever people that make things that have a great story behind them and are kind to the environment and kind to the people that make them. And so that's the kind of thing that I am looking at when I go out Christmas shopping, and that's what I wanted to be able to bring together into one place so that you can all come down and just make Christmas easier, make it less stressful, and have access to all of these people in one place, and plus a whole lot of food trucks as well. Come down for dinner. Yeah. yeah. 
So I guess that's my first tip is just buy local, buy fair trade, buy organic, support the people that are um, that are doing really good things in your local communities. And I guess that also goes back to resilience is just supporting local communities. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Another one of your tips that I read online was to get things that were secondhand. Yeah, is, I'm a huge op shopper. Is there a way I can disguise a secondhand item that I'm giving as a gift so they think it's new? Um, with secondhand, you might need to be a little bit sneaky. Um, a friend of mine just picked up a whole massive set of kids' wooden train tracks that would normally retail for about $80. Yeah. She got them for 10 bucks, and to make it look brand new, she's just gone out and got in a really nice box, covered it in beautiful fabric for her son, and now it's a storage box that she's made spe- specifically for him, but it cost her maybe all of $12 all up. So it's just being a bit sneaky, um, and then maybe looking at just the different ways that you might package something, or going completely down the op shop road and just getting a whole lot of Crownland crockery. And everyone knows that stock production in the 80s, I think. So they know it's secondhand, but owning it. Yeah, don't be ashamed of secondhand. Secondhand's good. Cool. And I love the craftiness of like sort of dressing something up that's um, maybe old or maybe very simple and making it really special by putting your own touch on it. Yeah, and I guess it goes back to um, what our education team does in terms of waste minimisation. Just looking at just reducing your waste, being a bit sneaky with what you've already got. You don't need to go out and buy a whole lot of new stuff just for the sake of it. Just, yeah, repurpose. Uh, Now, the other thing that you had talked about was um, spending money on experiences rather than spending money on things. Yeah, this is a huge one for me, um, mainly because I have lots of children in a small house and I've got nowhere to put stuff. Um, so what I try and encourage people to do is buy experiences, um, support the local zoo, support Zealandia, and buy people uh, year passes for things. Um, it's a can be a real struggle to try and get all your kids through swimming lessons and dance lessons and gym lessons and guitar lessons and all of that. So it's really nice to be able to buy that for someone. Um, and of course for the grown-ups, you know, give someone a, a voucher for a massage or you give them singing lessons or give them guitar lessons or swimming lessons because I know I actually can't swim. That's <laughs> I just putting my hand up for Christmas that I'd actually really appreciate that. Yeah. I um, I thought that was a great tip. I give my mother experiences almost exclusively because I find her hard to buy for and like she has a lot of stuff already. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we need more stuff. I think we need more more experiences and, and more time with each other. And that's another thing you can actually give is that if you're a really good gardener, package up some seeds or some seedlings from your garden and give them to someone with the promise of the time to teach them how to plant them out. Um, I know I'm not a green thumb. I keep trying. So if I had someone who could come and help me out, I would really appreciate that. Mm. So that's swimming lessons and gardening lessons for me. Okay, so there's plenty yep. of options already going on your list to Santa. Yeah, I've got a great list. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um... Hey Henry, mm-hmm. sorry to put you on the spot, but it, I love being put on the you, spot. Do you have a like a skill that you'd give as a gift for a, for a Christmas present? Really, very few skills actually. I had this problem when um, I started getting into the time bank, and I realised I didn't have a huge amount of apart from very vague skills around like you know I can I can do policy analysis, which no one really wants in their day to day life. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, I did, so no, nothing. I, but thought, I, I thought of one for you, actually. Yeah, please. You, you, pl- help you, me. Do, you play percussion in a band, right? Really badly. Maybe you could like, perform some tambourine. Yeah, for, maybe. For yeah. A friend. Come and sing some Christmas carols at the market. Uh, yeah, cool. Yeah. I, I totally buy into the um, the experience thing, though. Yeah. yeah. I, I get my parents like tickets to come see me, which means I don't have to go home. Um, and they get a holiday as well. Wonderful. That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Good thinking. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, cool. Now, the other question that I had arising from that blog post, wonderful blog post you wrote, um, it's on sustaintrust.org.nz, uh, is what are Hatchimals? Oh, Hatchimals are the devil. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, Hatchimals? Hatchimals, I don't, I don't, can't pretend to actually understand them, but they retail for about $100 and they're the latest craze. And if anyone from the 90s and maybe early 2000s remembers Furbies, I kind of think they're like that. So mm-hmm. they're designed to run on batteries, drive parents insane, cost a huge amount, and be completely pointless, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> That's my take on Hatchimals. They're just driving me nuts at the moment because my kids want them, and they're not going to get them. Okay, Hatchimals. Yeah. So Hatchimals. that's something that luckily I don't have small children around me, so I don't know what that is. Yeah, I envy you for that. <laughs> yeah, The Hatchimals, not the small children thing. Yeah, I love my kids. Cool. <laughs> now... Uh, one last plug for the Twilight Market on Friday. Uh, what kind of uh, cool experiences will people get if they show up? Yeah, we've got a massive list of storeholders. We've got about 20 packed into our eco-centre. Um, we've got things like Wellington Chocolate Factory are coming down and their stuff makes amazing presents. We've got Trade Aid on hand. Um, we've got Small and Human, who's a local fair trade um, kids' clothing company. We've got Spinning Top, who are a local social um, a charity, and all the money from their products go to a kids' charity on the Burma-Thailand border. Um, we have got Munch, who are a local company that do lots of products to help with waste minimisation around lunches, um, and they were actually just at the Emmys. So they've gone from the Emmys to the Sustainability Trust Twilight Market. So they're obviously you know, loving us right now. Um, wow. Little Mooch Fair Trade Clothing. We've got Wellington Manuka Honey Company are going to be there selling Wellington Manuka Honey. So it's the, all the bees hives are in town, basically. Um, and then we're also going to have Pedal Ready, who are going to come down and run kids' cycling workshops outside the um, eco centre. And then at six o'clock, there's going to be a resilient cycling workshop. Well, not workshop, sorry, a talk. And that's really topical because given how many car parks are closed in the CBD at the moment, people are looking for sustainable transport options and resilient transport options. Um, And I know that I'm a little bit chicken to cycle in the Wellington CBD. So they're going to be giving you tips on how to stay safe, how to cycle in wet weather, um, how to kind of get back on the bike if you've been off for a while. Um, So that's going to be really good. And of course, just our smart homes people from from the Sustainability Trust are going to be there. They're going to be talking about um, how to make your house energy efficient for summer, um, heat pump maintenance, how to get the best out of your heat pump because we all spend a lot of money on them or our landlords do. We're not often using them correctly so we can make them work better. Um, and of course, you can come and ask them about any um, questions you've got about your insulation. Maybe your landlord needs to kind of up the game and get your house sorted. Maybe you need to do that for yourself. Um, and summer's a great time to do it because it's not freezing cold and they can get under the house and get it done for you. Wow, there's so many things to check out. There's probably, yeah, too much for me to fit in, but I also need to plug the food that's going to be there. Yeah, Yeah. that's one of the big draw cards Yeah, the big draw cards, because it's a Friday night. It's kind of that idea that you'll come down 
after work, you know, you'll grab the family, meet your friends there, come down and have dinner. So we've got Origin Food Check, who are actually quake um, refugees at the moment. They were usually parked outside the Molesworth Street building that's coming down. Oh. So they're coming in to hang out with us for the night. We've kind of given them given them safe harbour. Um, Dukes of Sandwich, who were originally from Christchurch, are going to be there. And I can highly recommend their um, free-range pulled pork sliders. And local favourites, Laboka Loka. Are there and they've got a new sort of offshoot coming up in um, oh Cambridge Terrace or Kent Terrace. I can never keep them straight, um, but they'll mm-hmm. be there promoting that, so you can ask them all about that too. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, they're amazing. Cool. Hey, hey, and I've forgotten what time does it start and what time does it go to? Oh, it starts at five pm and goes till nine pm, and we can be a little bit tricky to find if you haven't been there. So we're in Foresters Lane. So if you're going up the um, the safe end of Tory Street, just up from the Cuba Street intersection, the really good place to be. Um, we're down the alleyway beside Chow in the ANZ building. Yeah, mm-hmm. look for the big orange sign and probably a person in high vis and some bunting. Yeah, just, yeah, follow the bunting. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Cool. Uh, that sounds really cool. Uh, I'll definitely check it out for um, a taco from La Boca Loca and maybe make some notes of what I'm going to ask for from Santa this year. Um, at the at the market. That sounds like a plan. Cool. Well, thanks, guys. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna fade out with some David Bowie Five Years, which was a, a special request. <laughs> I'm all about the Bowie, <laughs> aren't we all? So far. 